Hello everyone and welcome to the One of Me podcast where we meet different people and pretty much just catch up. I'm your host Shania and today I have special guest Isaac Punts. Well his government name is Isaac Parks but <laughs> a lot of people know him as Isaac Punts. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Hello thanks for having me. Of course. Great to meet you in person. <laughs> <laughs> just so y'all know we are engaged. <laughs> to be married at that not in combat. Right so what? <laughs> There's multiple types of engaged. You can so, be engaged in a war. That's true. But we are engaged to be married. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, this is just a little awkward for me because I don't do any, I don't do things like this. Um, but yeah, so he's a YouTuber and just, you know. YouTube. <laughs> just go ahead and tell him about yourself. I, uh, I'm Isaac Parks. Isaac punts on YouTube. You probably might, you might know me. I might have sent you over here. I might have shared this on my channel. Who knows? But, um, more of the story, I do YouTube for a living. I make videos about guys kicking balls really far. It's been my passion. It is something that I'm still trying to do for a living. I am trying to be the guy that kicks the ball far as well as make the video about him. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. What, what else do I need to throw in there? I mean, if, if, that's, if that's all it is, then yeah. I mean, how long have you been on YouTube? Uh, I actually haven't been doing YouTube super long. I guess I don't know how long super long is, but I've been doing it. I started February of 2021. Mm. And it started off as like a vlogging YouTube channel. And then I realized I was not nearly interesting enough <laughs> to be making a vlogging YouTube channel. So I had to make uh, videos about men much more interesting than myself. So. I mean, so what made you change other than you not feeling like vlogging was for you? What kind of made you go from vlogging to doing it about other people? Um, well, so from the conception of the channel, I had always kind of highlighted other players. Mm -hmm. So the first time I started highlighting other people was in a small series called, uh, it was like, can I kick it like somebody else? So that was when I would first start to like highlight other players and their, uh, their forms, their techniques, stuff like that. And those videos got more traction than regular videos. So like, that's when I started to realize, okay, people care about other people. (laughs) (laughs) Other other better better punters than myself. Um, from there though, then I, I still wanted to highlight games from other guys, and I remember I would make cut ups of games, and it started off as kind of like a highlight channel in the same vein as like Highlight Heaven. I didn't realize I was uh, not allowed, so that came into some trouble later. But as I kind of progressed through that um, and realized that people were more interested in stuff like that. It just, I followed the success trail. So like as videos kept doing better and I started picking up on more more things and understanding stuff better, I was able to just continuously evolve my channel into something like that. And it's actually coming a full loop because now I'm making videos about myself again with uh, the Joe Schmoda Pro Series. So as I'm chasing my professional dreams. Right. And, you know, kudos to you because I've seen your I also record all of oh, them. Right. <laughs> So, um, you see them live. Right, literally. Um, so do you have a brand for yourself since making this channel and things like that? I mean, I know you have the Isaac Punts name, so yeah. kind of like your brand image. Yeah, I would say the Isaac Punts brand is, um, we have merchandise, you know? <laughs> now we have to be a brand. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the direction I want to go is Isaac Punts. And then hopefully, you know, the dream is to start an NIL deal where I'm getting money back into the pockets of collegiate punters because they're, you know, collegiate and NFL punters are the ones that are keep this channel up and running because y'all are out there doing the thing. So I kind of want to help put money back in y'all's pockets and um, 
So the NI, the NIL deal is the next step, like doing day in the lives and stuff like that for you guys. Yeah, I was even talking to you about that. Excuse me, I just have like little burps going on here. That's all right. Um, so I guess I mean it's kind of self-explanatory. I guess as far as I got like so far away from the mic, so it's gonna be fun. But it's kind of self-explanatory, I guess, in the sense of how Isaac Punts came along because you punt. I did. Um, and ironically enough, your last name starts to be, is starting with a P. It does. So, I mean, like what, I'm curious as to how that concept where you were just like, oh, what should I name my channel? I'm a punter, what a punter related. Isaac Punts, bro. <laughs> so, actually, ironic. okay, so ironically enough, if you look through a thousand profiles of kickers or punters at least 150 are gonna have kicks or punts in them right so it's kind of it's not the most original name i just happen to be you know the one that has uh sort of gotten a little bit of internet um you know uh, internet notoriety, I guess you could say, uh, with it. But like you know, there's uh, for instance, I think on uh, on Instagram, the punter for he just transferred. What I think he transferred to Liberty. Ryan Hansen, he was at Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. His, his is Ryan Hansen punts. You know, so it's like I just uh, Brandon Wright, who punts for the USFL Showboats, mm-hmm. is Earl punts. So, like, in, in a certain way, I kind of just view them all as my family. Like, we're just, the punt's last name is, <laughs> right. is a strong one. We're, we're like House Stark. Stars. We're like the Lannisters. Of the, <laughs> no, I would rather be Stark. <laughs> right, <than laughs> like the Starks in, like, Game of Thrones. But, so the punt's name is is not too uncommon. I, uh, I That's kind of how I, I envision it. Mm-hmm. It's more so, like, I'm just, I'm not the one and only punt. I'm just, like, the, the cool uncle punt, you know? Um, cause everybody has it. Everybody can has it. Like if there was another can has it. Oh my gosh. My English. If, <laughs> if there was another guy named like Rick and he is 12 and I don't know who would name a 12 year old Rick. That's like gotta be a, mean, a felony. You know? <laughs> but if you did name a 12 year old Rick and he started punting and he went by Rick punts, I wouldn't be like, he's a pose. He's a copycat. He wants to be like me. I'd be, yeah. This trend was around before I started doing this. Right. It's going to be around. You know, long yeah, after right. I'm done doing this, <laughs> so I'm not I'm not gonna try to claim it. But um, and then yeah, the only reason that I just stuck with punts because like it's close enough to parks that it just rolls. But yeah, it's not it's not too original. I'll say that. I mean, and I like I see that you know because I'm not from the punny community, of course. Facts. Then I'm not gonna be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> then I'm not gonna be. I'm not. I'm not going to be one, there it is, you know, to say like, oh, you know, oh, yes, I've seen so-and-so punts, peep the Carlin. car, yeah, going off in the background, um, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to be one to be like, you know, oh, I've never seen this punts, because that's within your community, and after being with you and dating you, hopefully they don't hear that loud ass alarm it's all right it's just some nice background noise (laughs) um you know i noticed how small it was and then you know it's kind of like me being an outsider not really knowing much about special teams and then you know if i'm thinking of punts if i go on youtube then first the thing that's going to come to my head is isaac punts like i'm not going to consider like oh 
oh, there's also these other, like, so-and-so punts on Instagram. It's like, no. On YouTube, it's just Isaac punts. Like, that's all I know. Um, and I'm not saying that out of favoritism. <laughs> but, like, just if I was an outsider looking in, that's how I would view it. Mm. Um, but you said something about the NIL deal. Mm. Um, is there any other, I guess, kind of goals you have for your channel that you want to like videos or content that you want to do or, you know, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I see I see the brand of the channel growing a lot in the next couple of years. The Obviously, the NIL deal is a big goal that I have and I think it would be sweet. And I think, you know, guys like Destroying and Hang Time on YouTube have kind of laid the groundworks for the type of content I want to make with it, like Day in the Lives, Behind the Scenes. Like, they really set it up to be successful already. Mm-hmm. Um in the NCAA realm, like there's already, they've, they've, like I said, they paved the way for stuff like that. And I just want to be able to expand that experience to young punters out there. That being said, I also want to try to get more into the pro realm. I want to do the day in the lives at the pro level, kind of give these, you know, professional players a way to, to let their hair down and let the fans really get to see them in a way that they've never been seen before. And get that bit of behind-the-scenes action that's usually only permitted to running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, you know, the big-name, brand-name players. I think people want to know their punters. They do. Punters are cool people. I think, well, I mean, obviously, if you've been on a football team, there are no boring people on a football team. There's not. You're never going to meet that one guy that's like, yeah, he just, yeah, he doesn't do anything. Right. He just goes home after <laughs> practice. He just sleeps. Actually, that was me. That was me. So I would have been the boring guy that you met at practice. But, like, everybody's interesting to some level, and I, I'd love to highlight every interesting person on earth, but obviously I'm just going to stick to punters right now. Okay. That sounds, I mean, that sounds exciting, though. Like, being I'm able excited. to kind of give, like, a behind-the-scenes, because, like, you know, if you do go online and if you do see, like, a lot of um, sponsored videos with people, <laughs> it'll be, you know, like, them getting interviewed, asking questions and, and stuff like that, or, you know... Like you said, just doing a behind the scenes, but it's always usually a quarterback or a wide right receiver, the running backs. And and so, you know, not a lot of people know about, I guess, you know, their kickers, punters, long snappers and stuff like that, that help kind of fulfill those jobs when they need to happen. Right. But, um, you know, just to kind of shed light on, because like I said, I didn't know anything about anybody other than you i didn't know punter was a thing there's a lot of people that get punny and kicking confused oh yeah trust me because <laughs> i go to so many games and they're like oh my god that kicker's so good and i'm like punter Excuse but me. yes and they're like well why is he kicking field goals why is he kicking this and i'm like well he's just strictly a punter like he doesn't specialize in right. kicking there's a big difference big between difference. the two <laughs> um you know and there's some people that there are some punter kickers that happen to learn both but mm-hmm. you know there are still some just shout out to all my combo specialists out there right but there's still just some pure punters that just strictly punt like yours truly right mr isaac punts himself mr isaac punts himself never <laughs> learned how to kick don't do it kids <laughs> hey i mean you're you're kind of the, trying to learn i'm learning to, right now right? we're getting there. yeah <laughs> um so when i was doing my research okay <laughs> just diving into your comment section pretty much um I see a lot of people kind of refer to you as like a, a spokesman for special teams um, in the sense of you posting those clips, those, you know, either fourth down clips where you have your punter come out or you're, you're posting, you know, something that a kicker may did or whatever. 
Um, so how does that make you feel to know that, you know, you have people out there referring to, because I already know that you, you kind of get thrown off when people are like, oh my God, is that Isaac Pine? So like, how does it feel to kind of be associated with, you know, being deemed as a spokesman for special teams? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it's hard when you're kind of doing what I'm doing to see the bigger world implication because I'm just a guy in a room. Actually, this room, like this is this is my recording space that we're borrowing right now or using, not even borrowing. Um, so it's hard to it's hard to get the the grand scope of what I'm doing because I don't consume my own content. Like I can't watch my content from an audience perspective because I'm hearing my own voice. I'm seeing every little thing I did in a video. Like when I, it's, it's really hard to describe. I don't know if there's many people that will get it, but like when I look at a piece of my own media, I see it in the layers. Like I see everything that I did as I did it instead of consuming the media as the way I guess an audience member would consume it, you know? Um, so part of that is what helps me get better as like a YouTuber, but also part of that makes it so like I, I have a hard time sort of seeing the bigger, the grand scheme of things. So, I mean, it's, it's cool that I have, you know, 40,000 people that have hit the subscribe button and are listening in. And I am like beyond grateful for that. That is just an unreal number to me because I was I remember hitting 40 and being excited. <laughs> like, no, I'm a, you're telling me I'm a thousand times past that now is, is unreal. But it also is just like, wow, I'm just a guy behind the computer to like <laughs> talking about special teams. You know, I probably have some NFL guys that don't like me very much because they've been on the receiving end, I guess, of a couple of videos. You know, I think uh, I made a video about rating everybody by their attractiveness. Oh, yeah. I know that got under some people's skin and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. very sorry you know who you are if you're watching this I'm no, sorry I mean but I guess I don't really necessarily think that's a bad thing well okay not the attractiveness rating one, oh, yeah. but as far as like you know kind of calling out kickers and punters for the shit that they may do you know not because you don't I don't feel like you do it to an extent of there are some people where they just really just bring a hate train on top of a person but you kind of just sit there and you're pointing out you know so this happened this happened um this is why this game wasn't good or this is why they didn't do good this game rather than being like oh yeah they're just going to suck for the rest of their lives they're never going to be anything they're never going to amount to anything you don't you know call out people like that and you know yes it'll kind of like with just with anybody if you ever get called out on something that you've done and you know it was bad but to have somebody else kind of point it out like you know, kind of make it aware. It's yes, it hurt at first, but it's kind of one of those things as a reminder to be like, okay, this is what I need to work on to get better. Um, so yes, they can be sad, they can wallow in a corner all they want to, but at the end of the day, you have to know like this. This is the stump that you need to get over to be better at what you're doing. Um, yeah, so I agree, and I try to be for what it's worth. Like I try to be pretty impartial and fair about. I guess you could call them the negative videos. I don't try to like go in on somebody but part of me wonders too if certain kickers like they have a bad game or have a bad kick and they're just like crap 
Isaac's about to make a video about this, isn't he? Like, you know, oops, just missed a game winner. Uh, gonna have to watch this one. Right. Or if it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm sure in the moment that's like the last thing from anybody's mind. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I wonder if it is on their mind. Like, it might be the last thing, but it's still a thing. Right. It's so, still there. Yeah. But if somebody, you know, I also know too, like one thing I try to stay away from is I know controversy mm-hmm. gets clicks. Um and it'd be a super easy route for me to like call out, like do more like call outs and be like, this guy sucks. He needs to be off this team, blah, 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 blah. And that probably would get a lot of clicks because people would comment and tell me that I'm being too harsh. And a lot of people in this industry will do that. They'll be too harsh on purpose, hoping that people will interact with them. And that's just not what I'm about. I just don't want to do that. Um, I'm not here to try to like call stuff out. I'm here to try to provide a very maybe you know lighthearted but still highly technical analysis of what happened and maybe crack a couple jokes here and there and obviously if you had a bad game you're going to be on the receiving end of the jokes i'm sorry but if you have a good game you know just have more good games (laughs) just do better right just keep doing better and then you know guys like aj cole have never had a bad video made about them aj cole's a stud tommy townsend has Actually, it's funny. Tommy has had a bad video made about him when I first started the channel. Mm-hmm. And then he's just com- he's just turned it around. So, right. you know, maybe that's a little kick in the butt he needed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, and I know, you, so I know you talked about kind of like the direction of your channel and, and changing it and kind of doing that based off of, you know, how your audience, what attracts your audience to your channel. Um, do you feel like that's added an amount of pressure to you when it comes to trying to con- find a concept of a video to put out and you know trying to make the content and stuff like that do you feel like there's a pressure or do you just feel like there's a pressure to always have to get something out there um so you're not you know in a sense letting your channel die um i think for me the biggest so that's kind of that covers like a broad spectrum of stuff obviously i don't want my channel like any anybody who deals with numbers know you don't like to see low numbers. Mm-hmm. So if you don't post for a couple of days, all the numbers will start to dip and you'll just feel bad. Mm-hmm. But also when it comes to producing content, I mean, I kind of put, I put pressure on myself to make high quality content because I feel like there's nothing worse than making a video for a punter or kicker and that video flopping. Like if it's if it's my content, like the Joe Schmoda pro series has been largely for lack of better words unsuccessful numerically for what this channel can do so i mean you know it's not bringing in just bukus of views but i still feel good about it um that being said like if i post a video of somebody else and it got those same numbers i would feel bad like uh for instance the tommy townsend documentary i posted just didn't get like that many views Mm -hmm. and i don't feel bad because I put in a lot of hard work about it. I feel bad because I felt like, I, like I know that that was an interesting subject and I feel like I didn't present it good enough. Like I didn't give him the justice that he needed, mm-hmm. if that kind of makes sense. Like I feel like I, I had a poor job representing the community in this aspect. Do you feel like it, it wasn't on the same level as, um, oh, what's the guy, the Australian? Oh Hunter's yeah, the video. Australian. I, I love like, literally the the cinema of that was just so great like chef's kiss (laughs) like i literally love that video but do you feel like it wasn't it kind of didn't amount to that kind of type of quality video when you made that which is why or could it just be 
you know, making a longer video that like that that didn't really pull to your audience? You know, I didn't. Obviously, the cinematography in the Tommy Townsend video was nowhere near the Australian video. I don't know what I was smoking when I made the Australian <laughs> video, but that thing went stupid hard. Oh, yeah. Um, that being said, uh, maybe the script wasn't as airtight. I didn't give myself enough material to work with okay. to make it that good because a, a lot of the Australian video was just very flourished and very poetic in the script so it's easy to match the imagery on the screen to the poeticism in what i was saying if right. that makes sense yeah while the tommy townsend documentary is just talking about tommy you can't do too much outside of that yeah. so i think maybe i didn't do myself enough credit in the script there uh made it just too straightforward yeah i mean and i guess i get that because with australian the australian uh punning video uh it's or australian football whatever it's kind of very broad. So yeah. it's easy to kind of pinpoint different areas that you want to discuss, go in depth about it, stuff like that. But doing a video on a person, you can only, especially if you don't know them personally, you can only talk so much about them. Yeah. Um. So, you know, <coughs> I'd understand why that'd be a little bit hard to kind of, um, kind of match that energy just because one is broad and one is specific mm-hmm. so um so i get it i, I definitely yeah. get how it could have been a little bit yeah tough but that's okay i'm i'm there's more videos like the australia one in the future that one was so good it made me like i like making long form videos <laughs> like that that one was so fun to put together so we'll, we'll make more like that yeah i mean i was here for the whole process of, of you you know getting in contact with um Darren Bennett. Yeah, and and talking to him and having a conversation about it and yeah. kind of nitpicking his brain about it. And I think that's what I also appreciate about how you make your videos. Not a lot of people know how you make your videos. They just know you make a video and it comes out. But like you do a lot of <laughs> you do a lot of research on videos that you're trying to make. You try to talk to people, you reach out to people. If it's not the person specifically, you try to, you know, get people close enough to it um but nine times out of ten you talk to whoever it involves specifically and you're like hey can you kind of answer these questions like just so when i make this video it's authentic it's not you know me going based off of what media outlets or you know whatever Mm. i'm gonna assume was your thought process you genuinely try to try to talk to people to figure out you know why did you do this you know how do you do this um you know and stuff like that and and that just adds like a level of just like how top tier your channel is going to be just because of what you do now. Mm. And, you know, you're only at a little bit of, I mean, a lot of bit of subscribers, yeah. but, you know. Well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's not not too many subscribers. But, yeah, I try to add a layer of genuinity to it. There's there's enough disingenuous people in the world. You can't, can't just join them. Right. Um. So also another thing. So like with YouTube, a lot of a lot of the times, a lot of times, which <laughs> which way a lot of the time, a lot of the time. OK, a lot of the time, like my mic is like you see how it's. Yeah, it's little. Yeah. I don't know why it does that because my volume's like all the way up. Oh, maybe because I keep talking in the top of <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Anyways, um, so there are channels that kind of stick to a schedule of how they post. Um, I think 
Hang time is one of them. Like he posts Thursdays, some 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 day of the week. He has a day of the week that he posts. Um, and you know, just any other channels that I've seen, normally they have a schedule. Like, what made you kind of not go that route as like a I guess a typical generic YouTuber where you have a set schedule and and you post, um, you know, on those days. What made you go the route of not doing that so like <laughs> daily much. yeah uh, i mean it's, it yeah. that puts on a lot of pressure to like have to do something like that but maybe to you it's 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 not pressure so like what made you just kind of not take that route well i mean you know when i first started doing this um i really had nothing better to do so it was just kind of like a challenge of you know i was kicking every day because you remember starting off as a vlog so i would mm-hmm. i remember my schedule was like wake up go to work because I worked like 5 a.m. to, you know, 12. Take a nap, go kick, come home and just edit for the rest of the day, stitch everything together and post it that night. And that was my, I mean, that was my channel. It was my grind. I I enjoyed it. It gave me something to do. It gave me some semblance of a purpose every day when I woke up beyond the regular schlog. It got me to like my first 500 subscribers, which I was very grateful for. Um, I even had a couple videos get like, you know, a couple thousand views so that was cool and then pretty much after that though what made me stick to to that was during the season when I was uploading highlights there's a lot of really good puns and I also started in 2021 which is arguably the best year for punning ever that video's on the way but um yeah so it's just one of those things where there's just so much to post there's so many good punts going on there's just too much content to make and you know that's why i like the 90 second to two minute level of content is because it's just like you can just crank that stuff out and it's important it's not like it's meaningless content um so it's it's good stuff all right you guys so um that was the last question for right now we're gonna just take a short little break because we've been recording for a good almost 30 minutes now and i need to drink some water um so yeah Go ahead and take the video. Okay, you guys, and we are back from our little short break because yep. <laughs> because we were recording for about 30 minutes. So um it was at 26, but same difference. Um all right, so now we're gonna jump into talking about something a little different. Um we're gonna talk about your football career now. Um, so what are you doing? I'm pretty sure a lot of people already know, but kind of explain to the people. All right. So I am actively trying to get into a professional league. I'm also recording this journey. It is called Joe Schmo 2 Pro. My intro goes something like this. Welcome back to Joe Schmo 2 Pro. <laughs> and then I tell people what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's two parts. There's a series, but it also, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that hopefully I'll get to show um, currently in discussion with some leagues. So like I'm trying to get I'm, I'm really trying to get in. I'm not just like saying that and then just doing nothing and just playing semi-pro. But right now I am just playing semi-pro um, as far as everybody else knows. So I don't want to give away too much just in case it doesn't happen. I don't want to get too pe- people too hyped right. up. Yeah. But You're like, oh my God. You're he's like, going to do it. Actually, oh, and it fell through. <laughs> coming here first, Isaac is talking to <laughs> Wrong channel exposed. Huh? Like, 
like I was saying, like first take, like you know how when people wait to talk about something when they get on a show, oh yeah, and yeah. then they end up getting kicked off the team or whatever the case may be, and they're like, "Didn't you put that on your channel?" Rip. Fake news. Fake news. Um, but anyways, um, so how do you think Semi Pro has changed you from the first game up until now? Man, I've gotten so much better. I haven't punted in game in a, a lot, of, a long time. A lot of a, a lot time. of times <laughs> in a lot of years. It feels like so. Like it, it kind of it helps. Um, kind of get me over those jitters again. I feel way better about punting in a game now than I did. Let's say I always talk about this this period of time a summer ago, uh, sort of near the the end of the summer of 2022 when I was the best I ever was as far as kicking. I have no idea if that would ever translate into a game. Now I, I go out and I am watching myself translate my punts into a game and I feel so much better about it. So in a lot of ways, it's helped me out in that aspect. I've gotten to run with the ball more than I ever have in my career. <laughs> I've had quite a few close calls with, um, I, I, they're not close calls. I got tackled twice. So honestly, like most people would see that as a major downside. To me, it's just fun. Like, you know, now I'm walking out on the field like, wee, I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? It's a gamble. Right. Gambling your life at this point. But at the end of the day, it's it's a game. It's Mm. fun. It's getting me back in touch with the roots of kind of some just backyard football, like very organized backyard football. And tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Subtweet, nice. Right. (laughs) Um... I mean, that's nice. So, you know, I I know that you were trying to do it, uh, what was it, last year uh, or year before last year or something like that. Yeah, and I then, about it. Yeah, and then you kind of went in a different direction and not to be mistaken with One Direction. Right. Um, but shout out now, Harris. Oh, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I made that, for the record, I made that joke like three days ago. <laughs> and now she's stealing it. No, it's my joke. You said a lot of my jokes. You said anyway, it's our joke. <laughs> yeah, it is collectively our ours, joke, but it's really mine. Mm. No, but um, but yeah. So then you ended up um, whenever you came back. If you guys didn't know, he went to Ohio for a couple of months, and then he came back, um, and then you end up going semi pro route. Yep. Um, and you know this semi pro was the first time I've ever seen him play in a football game. Um. Them. Well, like, tell them how much you thought I sucked. At first. <laughs> it's not that I thought he sucked. It was the fact that so I knew that he hadn't punted for a couple of years, like in a game, and so like I would go out. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say this as a fiance. I, I feel like a, a horrible partner, but like you know, this is just me worrying about you. Right. So, um, so yeah, so he, I would always go. Well, a lot. A lot of the time, as you say, I would go out and, you know, see him punt, um, you know, like on a practice field, just kind of get some practice in. And um, I would record a lot. So I was like, oh, my God, he's really good. And so <laughs> first game, I was like, you know, he'd punt a couple of times. I'm like, I don't feel like that was good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is just going off of like the little bit that I know because I'm still trying to learn more. Um, like about how far you kick it and, and like where you're standing, like well where this ball is snapped from because it's not where you're standing, it's from where it's snapped, which was a concept that blew me away because I was right. like, oh my god, that was far. And you're like, well, where was the long snapper? I'm like, he was right there. And you're like, 
well, that was only about like 40 yards. And yeah. I'm like, but you were all the way back like, there. You're like, you don't <laughs> add that? And it's like 15 yards away that you have yeah. to be, isn't there? Yeah. So fair, like, it? no, it's not. Kickers get those yards, those stinky jerks. <laughs> so it's like, it's a lot of math, yeah. pretty much. Um, but yeah, so he did that. And I was like, well, I don't think that was far. And, and so then a little part of me was like, was he like... Maybe it's the anxiety that's making him not perform good, but is he not good in games? Right. We had to have this conversation. I was like, no, well, I'm settling in a little right. bit. But it, also, there's been a lot of adverse snaps. There's yeah. been a lot of oh yeah people rushing me and my team not blocking. And out of the corner of my eye, you know, us punters, we try to stay focused, but we see what other people are coming mm-hmm. at us. And in the semi-pro realms, I didn't trust people to stay off of me right. if they were even remotely close. So I was probably rushing myself a little bit too much and then oh sorry no go ahead i was just gonna say and then also it was the distance thing yeah because you were close yeah and and kind of you and your sniper have found y'all's kind of a little bit of a rhythm right we're Um, now. yeah a lot more than (laughs) than the first game but um you know as far as being like you know you can actually go farther away like you can do your 15 yards and and the snaps are better and you know like Shout i said Bobby. right you found your rhythm so i was able to see you perform right. and i and i guess you know being the partner of a punter um it just kind of reminded me like you know it's still to think of you know once he gets into a, a football league or you know wherever he's playing you have to find your rhythm so your first game isn't going to defy you um unlike NFL though, when you do that preseason game and you do bad, right, <laughs> you're <all> done. Right. <laughs> right, but like you know, you at least have those practices to have a long sniper to practice with you. When you were doing your um, practices with semi pro, you were just like you were just practicing like every day. No long snapper, nobody to snap to you. You right. just kicking the ball back and forth. So you know, the game was your first practice, so you didn't have that advantage that you know other leagues may have whenever they're trying to do that duo and figure out their rhythm so um yeah there's there's also i guess the psychological factor of if you're in a league the 10 guys that are surrounding you let's you know not include the long snapper and two gunners Mm -hmm. so that seven guys you know those seven guys want to be there right specific like they want that league money they want to be part of that team and if you don't do your job on special teams you're not on the team you know like a lot of times if you are on special teams it's because that's what's going to you know get you paid so that there's a level of comfort in knowing that those guys are blocking for their job while on in semi-pro i can't even get all 11 guys out onto the field on time like you'll you see me every now and then pointing um and like the Joe Joe to Pro series, mm-hmm. and that's me like kind of figure out like get people in the right spots or get people on the field. Like, I need this. I right, yell into my coaches. Yeah. I need a two. I need my right guard. I need a left tackle. We need we need a one on the left. We need a you know two on the right. right. So there's that. You know, people don't really care. So part of you has to be like a commander that's hyping these guys up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I mean, you know, like you said, it, that's just a lot different from being someone that played at a college that had these things in order to being someone that has to put these things in order. Cause y'all don't have a special teams coordinator. Um, Y'all don't really, y'all don't have any special teams practice as far as like fully doing it. Like, you know, he'll put them to the side and like da da da. But I think it's, it's not, I think I know they know you're a good punter. So 
you know, they feel like, oh, we don't need him to do this and have to do X, Y, and Z or whatever, because he's going to do his job. But it's not the fact that you'll do your job. It's the fact that you have to get all of your people to do the job at the same time that you're doing it. So it'll flow easier. But it's just been very much over the place and and no shade to semi-pro or anything like that. Um, But, you know, I I just can kind of see that difference in between, you know, how versus like going to football games and seeing punters versus, um, you know, semi-pro. But yeah, so um, how do you think your life would be different if you didn't do football? Like say you did college at least you did college and and then after college you just rather than the situation that happened at charlotte you just gave up so how do you think your life would have panned out uh, wow um <laughs> gotcha. uh, that's a great question Thanks. i mean i don't know i probably would be just a marketing exec really somewhere yeah i mean i got a degree you don't yeah. think you would have did social media? Because, I mean, you do a lot of, like, social media marketing. Maybe. I mean, there's a chance that my life goes this direction regardless and mm-hmm. that I get into. But if I gave up, like, the channel started as a vlog channel, you That's know. True, yeah. that That was the original root of the channel. I don't I really couldn't tell so you. So there would be no Isaac Punt? Isaac Punt might not exist if I didn't get screwed at Charlotte. I don't even think it's a matter of screwed, but your deterrence to keep doing football. Right my persistence but that's always what's gotten me far in life i am the world's worst quitter i, I have sure. a very hard time quitting anything um that's why i try very hard to stay away from addictive substances <laughs> strictly just kidding we're not going to talk about substances because this is a channel for goodness and purity <laughs> no it's an explicit podcast oh really yeah i put Fuck. on <laughs> i put on explicit because i was like you know in the future if i have guests and my lovely fiance here likes to occasionally say bad words. Right. So, um, I mean, I said two bad words earlier. Like but, butthole. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, you know, but I just, you know, wanted to be a little a little cautious because I don't want it to be my first episode and they're like, right. kick. <laughs> right. Um, so, do you have any goal? I mean, I, we already kind of talked about this, but just to kind of go back around it do you have any goals as far as getting on a team or you know desire to be on on a certain team or do you just just want to play to play i already know the answer to that but yeah i just want to play <laughs> i just want to go on any <laughs> team anywhere i i would say this for a goal how about this um i have some minor goals that i'm trying to figure out for this season okay like uh i want to be able to hit a 5-0 in a game live okay. op 5.0 hang down punt. Last week I hit like a 4.8, so mm-hmm. we're getting closer. I just need to unload on one and just trust it. And then um, another goal, too, is I want to average over 50 yards a punt. My last two games, I've averaged 49. 49 yeah. So, like, I've been booting, but we got to get that five, 50. And then ideally, the 5.0 would also be a 50 plus 5.0. I'm not interested in hitting like a 41 5.0. I want it to be far and high. <laughs> right. No, I get that. Um, and I won't talk about this because it's your thing, but I do know that you have something new coming to your next <sighs> Joe Schmo to Pro series. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's a no, little bit some, of... <laughs> there's something very exciting coming to Joe Schmo to Pro. Yeah. So you guys just stay tuned it actually probably will be out that episode will probably be out before this podcast gets out well uh, my goal is to put this out by monday 
Yeah. All right, never mind then. I guess we're, I'm de- we're determined here. Is- it depends on how how hard I fell at um, <laughs> editing this, <laughs> because um, I had a little bit of a. <laughs> hopefully, you guys won't catch it, but I had a little bit of audio trouble on my side um, when we did the first half of this, and so now I'm trying to. Hopefully, it got a little better, but I may have to dabble into this one too, and that's gonna suck. The joys of podcast. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. No, because I have to, well, my, my posture is bad. I have to um, get this right in order to do the YouTube video. And then I'll have to edit it. So the YouTube video probably ain't going to be out until after you. Right. <laughs> because that's going to take a that's second a long, to like edit to up. And yeah. But podcast wise, it'll probably be, it'll definitely be out first before anything else. Yeah. Um, anyways, going back to you. Um, so kind of just going back around to, I guess, um your channel and also you being a punter and part of special teams. Mm. Um, do you feel like there's a fairness in sports when it comes to special teams? Because I'll answer that question, I guess, personally first, um, just to kind of let you know where I'm at. So I feel like, I feel like there isn't a fairness um, because nine times out of 10, when you're turning on a sports channel, when you're watching Fox sports, or anything like that, you hear a lot about QBs, raw receivers, especially with draft coming up, that's a lot of hype that's being talked about. You don't hear a lot of special team segments as far as being like, oh, you know, this is the potential draft prospect. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for example, what's the, don't tell me, don't tell me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it right. Bryce Beringer? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he like, he kind of, yeah. you know, almost gave me him. But That's yes, right. him. Um, there's a couple of other guys. But, you know, after like you talking about his stats and me kind of seeing his stats from his. Pro. Combine. Huh? Combine. Yes. That's. Oh, my gosh. My brain is just right. not on my side. But yes, I've just seen his stats on the combine and everything like that. Like he is probably going to be one of the ones. The cameras. Okay. Did it die now? No, it's just about to. Just let oh. me know. Well, then we're probably just going to have to cut the camera part, but it's fine. Um, he has been, you know, one of the guys that'll probably be on the, you know, drafted during whenever they have the draft. Yeah, he's probably going to get drafted. Yeah. 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 So, you know, but he could be a person that's being talked about on those platforms. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, not even just punters and, but you still have kickers, like mm. really good kickers that put up numbers and really good kickers that probably had good pro days and stuff like that. And but, long snappers. Yeah, yeah to, sorry. And long snappers, my fault. Um, but like, you know, they're not getting those, they're not getting that attention that other positions in football do. So do you feel like, there's a fairness when it comes to talking about it or why do you think that it's not deemed as important as those other positions? Um, I mean, just to kind of be honest, I guess there's, there's a level of technicality around punting, kicking and long snapping. It's almost too hard for your average person to understand how hard it is. Like you probably even, even watching a punt go down the field, like they don't show the punt in the air. So even that level of amazement is a little hard for people to understand. Like mm-hmm. when Tommy Townsend nukes a 
best hang time in NFL history, but the camera just pans straight, we might be able to punters can visualize how high that is. Mm. But your average person watching TV, they just know ball up, ball come back down eventually. <laughs> right. You know, they don't it, it, without being able to visualize it, and especially without being able to see it in person, that is unfathomable how high you know how high that is to see in person uh, i was standing behind a guy named tyler newsom when he hit a five six once i myself i've hit a couple five fives and five sixes and it's still like your own jaw will drop sometimes when you hit a big ball you're like wow i just did that <laughs> like that yeah. is huge so it's really hard for these guys you know for regular people to understand or non non specialists to understand how impressive some of this stuff is. I think it's just outside that range of understanding, which is kind of what I want to do is bring like highlight more of that stuff, but without seeing it in person, I think that's the the best thing that they could do is just like let people see it in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean like even during the combine, you know, I was hoping to see the special team segment, yeah. but they didn't even, like let anybody see that it was like more of a i guess private thing um and i feel like you know that wasn't fair because there are some people that you know maybe they're not totally like oh i'm special teams for life but like you still have people that are curious um and you know it's interesting like once you see it and you kind of understand it and stuff like that you start to become a fan of it and that's how i was whenever i first went out with you um to punt, just like seeing the ball go up in the air, seeing how high it went up and seeing how far it went. And it, it's just, it's amazing. And then also me being one to actually go outside with you and try to right. hit a punt. Like it's it's insane talent that punters and, and kickers have to have in order to, you know, hit a ball so high and so far. Yeah. And also shout out to the long snipers. It's amazing how... You know, even when I'm trying to just do the little underhand tosses, like that is so hard. Yeah. And, you know, I've tried to do the between legs thing. Like it takes insane talent to know yeah. how to especially the ones that be doing the dots and just can like right. really get it out there. It's it's crazy, like how far and how much work you have to do just to perfect something like that, because people can look at it and be like, oh, I can do that. But once you get out there and try to go do it, <laughs> no, you cannot. Like right. it is very hard to really get that spiral, to get it to turn over, to get, you know, above uh, 4.0 or Four, yeah, yeah, hang times and and get it past 45 yards and stuff like that. Like people don't understand how insane special teams. Yeah players the, are the barrier for entry like most and this is just being realistic this might come off as like a little harsh but of everybody that comes through special teams and and does their thing mm-hmm. most people the the meat grinder of special teams most people will never even be decent collegiate special teamers right um just statistically like most people will never even be a good cause level punter and that's D1 through D3, which is why I, I like highlighting it is because a lot of people don't realize, like, <laughs> it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be a good special teamer. Right. It just is. So um, they, uh, the guys that are able to do it just need all the love that they can get. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think I think that's pretty much all the questions I have for you. Um, I mean, I have a couple more, but we'll, we'll do that for another day because, you know, 
we're partners and you know i can just be like hey i want to do another podcast <laughs> right? come, let's go in there and go do it right. i'll be like um, as long as you buy me one cheeseburger <laughs> just one single patty with right. cheese on top cheese no, on no no buns, buns. keto baby <laughs> nice and healthy right. um but yeah um so that is it for today's episode Thank you so much, Mr. Isaac Punts, for joining me. Thank I very you. much appreciate it. Miss you, man. <laughs> um, and thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys on the next episode.